When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on guys? Welcome to City 93, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves, Icarus FC, and of course, for the culture. This is your host, Elliot Barr, and is joining me as always is a man that probably suffered his fourth heart attack in the span of two weeks. It is... Shanae Duran the second. You good? <sighs> we, we just do everything hard, don't we? Oh, I've realized this about this yeah. game. As we said, this is not the Richmond Kickers of last year that will lull you to sleep. This is the Richmond Kickers now that is hyped up on Red Bull and, you know, Percocet and everything and give you a heart attack in the last 10 minutes of every game. Every game. (laughs) Whether we're losing, whether we're winning, you're You're getting a heart attack. You're getting one. You're getting one. A big one. So, it's a great win. I don't know. Okay. Let me back up. It's a great win, but there are some question marks here and there throughout the game that I have. Yeah, I have to, uh, through certain stages of the game, I have a few question marks. But yeah, like you said, a, a pretty good, a pretty solid performance by the kickers um, to get. In case you didn't know, two-one win. Um, your boy Ivan, yeah, Ivan got himself a goal. He did. He did. Um, and like I said, I've been saying it. I think for the last three, four podcasts, I, I gotta give credit to him, man. He's he's really stepped up. Yes, he he's has. Really stepped he up. really um, has. I think right before the Henry Derby, when Aqua got suspended, we saw. I saw Avon. I was like, all right, this is a test, and he's he's been showing it. Yeah, he know, passed it. He definitely yeah. passed that test. Um, but one <clears> thing <throat> that we did find out with regards to to his performance last year yeah. as opposed to this year is he was kind of shaking off some cobwebs at the beginning of last season with, yeah. you know, not having played for a whole year before then. So, and, and coming into a new team, not having been part of preseason, um, not having played for a full year, you can expect him to be rusty. You can expect him to be making mistakes and not really gel well with the team. But after a full year and, of course, a whole period of, of, of lockdown that the entire world has been on, um, you're, you're looking at a situation where he has been really able to immerse himself into this Richmond Kickers team where now he feel, he seems comfortable yeah. in his position. And that's true. And, I mean, also, like, we're recording this right after the game, so we were able to talk to him in the press conference and he also attributed the fact of he's kind of been in a more stable, not stable situation, but more of with every game he gets more comfortable. He feels more like, all right, I'm, I'm, I have someone beside me that's solid, either that's Aqua or Ventner, but it's yeah. more of a stable situation, which is good to see. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, by the way, like you said, Virtual Kickers win this game is 2 1. So are you, do you want to go through each goal? I mean, there's only three. Yes. But. yes definitely. <laughs> um, so the first goal, Iwapi scores it. I mean, not Iwapi scores it. Ivan mm-hmm. scores it, and Wapi has a mean free kick. And it kind of goes back to that thing that we were talking about in the game against Ford Madison. It seems to be that one pattern of play. And it seems to be like if Rich is going to score goals, it's going to come off of a cross. Whether that's a set piece corner or play off the end, it's kind of it's going to be that thing. And Ivan throughout the first half had he had some crosses that were kind of like eh, but then he had others that were dangerous. Just those venomous <laughs> crosses. But this one, he put it in a place where Yvonne did not even have to jump. Yeah. To get so he he literally put that on Yvonne's head. Yeah. And, and of course Yvonne put positioning himself in the right place, you know, a big strong body in there, and he just puts his head on it and puts it in the back of the net. Yeah. Um this cross coming in from I'd probably say twenty yards out from the goal line, from the end line, yeah. and on that left side, and he just whips that bad boy in and I Hey you can't. It's not really more to say. I mean, I think he had another cross, similar cross, uh, some of a free kick from the same position. Yeah, he did. I think a couple of minutes later. And the other thing too about this cross, as I mean, like we play pickup soccer. You mm-hmm. know, not saying we're professionals, but we've always had that moment where it's like that in swinging cross, oh. and you're like, "All right, do I go attack it or do I kind of just sit on my line?" Oh, those <clears> are the worst. As a defender or a goalkeeper. Those are the worst yeah, to deal with. It, it, I mean, like, and credit to this goal, like, credit can be split between Nwape and Ivan both in this goal because Nwape put it in a place where the goalkeeper, he can't move off his line, nor can he stay on his line. Exactly. And it's also a dangerous ball because the defenders, they can't go full-blown attack it because it's like, well, if my goalkeeper's coming, I'm going to get in his way. But you can't just stay on the line because then it's a open, it's a free header. Exactly. Yeah, and perfectly. I mean, credit to Avon for, you know, he pretty much cuts across the Tucson defender for a memory service, right? Because we're recording this right after the game. Mm-hmm. It, he cuts across the Tucson defender and puts his head on it and puts it in the far corner that puts it in the place where the, the Tucson goalkeeper cannot get to it. You know? So, hey. Credit all around his goals. Something that yes. last year, I think a set piece goal is like, what are those? Those don't happen in Richmond. <laughs> those don't happen in Richmond, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, another another thing that happened a lot in the first half is, again, and we're going to talk about it again today, that high press. Oh, that, that, that high, high press, press is on God level. Is, yes. It, and also credit to Riley Kraft. We we got a better idea of what Kraft. And I'll I'll let you speak about Flag. Yeah. Because I feel like Flag is now starting to become like one of your little special projects that you're really yes. going to focus on. So I'll let you talk about him. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> him and Kraft, they really we we actually got a, a kind of an eye opener on what exactly they are looking for before they press because if you try and press every time the back line gets the ball by the 20th minute you're 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 done. Yeah. You do that when you're playing travel soccer and it's unlimited subs and you can 
give 100% for seven minutes and then get subbed off and then come back on later. This You cannot do this on a professional level the entire game. So they wait for certain signals, certain signs, and it's usually maybe a pass backwards where they can, if you decide to go backwards, then okay, I'm gaining, I'm gaining ground by adding this press. Now, one thing that I did notice is that when either Falk or Kraft press, the entire team follows. And it's not just those two. Because if it was just those two pressing, or maybe just Emiliano and Kraft, or Mawape and Emiliano just pressing, then those two, those two or whoever is pressing would get run ragged. But when the entire team pushes up, it kind of chokes the other team. Yeah. Basically, and it, it it puts them in panic mode where they're just launching the ball up the field, and then either Ivan or Vintner just collects calmly and says, "All right, let's go again." Yeah, true. And I mean, also the other thing was it, when when you see a player like Kraft, normally like at the start of the year, we were kind of just like, "What is he doing out there?" But I think this game kind of highlights perfectly what he does mm-hmm. is the fact of wherever Kraft presses. Flack is there to pretty much as the backup. Backup, to exactly. Him. He you know, covers he covers the passing wing while Kraft presses the player yeah. on the ball. And by the way, Kraft in this game was <laughs> impressive. Yes, like I, I really wish he would have scored his chance in the second half. But it's also the thing of when Kraft, Kraft was involved in every tackle. I felt like for the first 10, 15 minutes, and he really was that enforcer for mm-hmm. this team. Allah. Brayden Troyer. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, I mean, that aside, it was great to see Kraft kind of initiate that press and almost be the leader in that standpoint. You also saw um, Bodoc and uh, and Wapi as well. And Pavone step in and get in the goalie's face. I mean, I think that that's just one of those situations where they've perfected it. They've perfected... They definitely have gotten to the point where when they press, it's that perfect time to press. Yeah, they know when. to force them either to make a mistake or just launch the ball to our back back four. Yeah, because a lot of times you see teams that press, you see them press, but it's like one person. (laughs) It it reminds me of an example of bad pressing is Arsenal when they had Alexis Sanchez and Alexis would just go and the rest of the team was like, yeah, we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we didn't... Like, we didn't talk about this. Yeah, and then you got to do, like, that dumb jog back while yelling at your teammates because you decided to go run 40 yards without letting anyone else know. But this Richard team, I haven't seen that just mindless pressing where it's, like, they're yes. pressing for no reason. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of chances where FC Tucson had more possession of the ball, but it was more ten- more of, like, in their own midfield and in their own back half, not a lot of in our own half. Yes. Um, And when we initiated the press we quickly got on the ball and created chances. You know, so, hey, if that's an improvement, I'll take it every day of the week. Hey, guys, this is Elliot real quick. Um, on the second goal, we accidentally said that it was Wapi that crossed in the pass. Totally, we didn't see it right at all because we're blind. Um, it was actually Scott Thompson who did the overlapping run and gave it to Wapi, and Wapi laid it back off of Scott Thompson who was breaking in on the left-hand side, and he crossed the ball in. That led to the save that Bulldog set up the goal for. So, sorry, Scotty. We totally forgot. That's on us. Um, yeah. So, when you hear us talking about that goal, just keep that in mind. But, with that being said, get back to enjoying the podcast. And then the second goal, 
literally, it comes off of the press again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Comes off of the press. Second half, we've got... Who crossed it in? Uh, Mwape. Yep. Yeah, Mwape again, I believe. Mwape crosses that ball in. No, still first half, sorry. Yeah. Uh, crosses that ball in. And it takes like a weird deflection, but it gets to the feet of Bulldog. Yeah, no, I think it was a save. Basically, oh, yeah, goalkeeper save. comes out, punches it out to Bulldog, who is literally just inside the 18. And this was the moment, you, you pointed it out, where rather most players, probably 9 out of 10 players, is settling that ball and ripping it. Yeah. Matt says, no. Emiliano's right there in a much better position. He squares the ball to Emiliano, who's not... not oh, doesn't square. To, he gives it to Kraft. He gives it to Kraft, yes. He gives it to Kraft, who is probably eight, seven, eight yards from goal. Yeah, has his back turned to goal. And then he turns, takes a shot. He gets deflected. And then Emiliano's right there behind him. And Emiliano just simply does the same thing Kraft does, but he just turns and shoots. As there's nothing there, like there's nothing there the goalkeeper can do. Exactly, and it more so is less of the defenders. It's like you get a kick right, it's a penalty. You get, I mean, wherever, wherever way you kick it, like if you kick it wrong, it's a penalty. If you kick right, you get the ball out of there, and it just so happens. Yeah, Bailiato kicks it at the right moment. That's a goal. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I'll take I, it. <laughs> and I, I saw in that moment afterwards, and it's probably gonna be a meme. Of <laughs> oh yeah, the FC Tucson, the FC Tucson's goalkeeper. Yo, he was like full Donkey Kong. He was he was in there. Like, but I I don't know if he can blame his defense for that because his defense did do a good job. They they pressed. Yes, Matt Bulldog was in a position where he was had plenty of space. But in that transition, that it's very hard to cover that, especially when Matt Bulldog usually and all the time is coming into that box late. Yeah. Which is very difficult to defend. So then, if if he's coming in late, gets that ball. Now you're panicking. You're squir- You're 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 scrambling to get you know to come and close that down. You're leaving space open. I mean, but if you don't go and close that down, then Matt Bulldog is shooting. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those situations where it was a scramble in the box, and we got the better of it. I mean, every one, every one of the kickers' players were t- were switched on sharp and ready to go in that yeah. situation. and I mean, honestly, that's also a credit to the system that Darius Wiseman put in place. Uh, there is no long moments in the game. You yes. know, because you never know when the action is going to happen. Exactly. So, going into the second half, I think kickers fans and also the team were kind of just like, yeah, we're up 2 nothing. Like, this isn't... <laughs> This isn't normal. <laughs> I haven't seen this in a long time. This is a kicker soccer. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that second half, it wasn't really no big moments. In I mean, granted, the press was still activated. It was still going on. We had our moments. Um, was it Bodak that had that dangerous cross? Yes. Bodak had a dangerous cross. I think When Mwape... it just goes across the whole, like, it's kind of that drag ball that just goes across the whole line and... No one gets to yeah, it. It's I either too far it was, in front or too far behind. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was Luke or Emily that kind of had the last chance on it. Yeah, but I know it whopped it, like, scotted over the crossbar. But that opportunity. And then also, on top of that, we saw a Moss. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we saw a Moss. So, those of you that maybe knew, Amas Amancona last year was signed to the Kickers last year. Yeah. First game, he what 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 was the injury? I think a torn ACL. A torn ACL in the first game of the season. Yeah, 
I think in the first half. Yeah, the first half of the season. If we didn't see him the, the rest first of that year. Yeah, the first half of the first game of the season. Um, and he's out for the year. Um, surgery and and recovery and rehab. And we haven't seen him since that first game. So this is March of 2019. Yeah. Is the last time we saw Amas. Last and first time that Richmond saw Amas. I don't think he has a full... He didn't have... A full half of minutes. No. (laughs) He does not have a full half of minutes. But in that first half, he showed a lot that excited Richmond, which makes this comeback so much greater. I mean, to to us to see Amas... Come back and and to, to sub into this game. I mean, it was it was exciting. It was exciting to see him. Come yeah, back. I think like in his first five or six touches, he had like two dangerous balls that that could have almost been assists. Yeah, could have been assists. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, I see why last year Bulo was like, if Amos is healthy, this team is different. <laughs> I see why? Because homeboy had like two chances that I was like, oh, he's on. Like yeah. if that ball gets through and credit. Give credit to credit to it. SC Tucson, like that last dish tackle. Amos had two chances to really put it in. But also in the second half, I think we saw some things for concern. Um, some things that definitely concerned us and almost gave us heart attacks. Oh, of course. You know, we don't do anything easy. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> this is Richmond. You know how this goes. <laughs> um, but also, like, the, the cause of concern is the fact of. I think we kind of laid back a little bit too much. Yeah. Not that we went bunker or anything like that, like we did against uh, Ford Madison, but just more so the fact of, I think we're up to nothing, 75th minute, like, all right, we can kind of, we kind of ease up. Yeah. And credit, like, I hate it so much that it's kind of like the commentator's curse. Because the commentator kept saying, oh, it's been 200-something minutes since Richard gave up a goal. Oh, you know, in the 80th minute, FC Tucson scores goals. And I'm just like, stop saying that. <laughs> stop saying that. Yes. I don't. Every single one of Tucson's <laughs> goals this season are 80th minute or later. Like, go back to Fort Lauderdale. They scored two goals in that game, I think, in the 85th minute. Um, last week against Omaha, they scored a goal late. So it's like, all right, we know this is FC Tucson oh. time. And I'm just like, I'm just sitting, we're, we're sitting here watching the game because we didn't go because um, my house is flooded and your house is flooded. So we're like, well, <laughs> we're not leaving. Yeah, Richmond is in, in a situation where I don't know. My, yo, did you see the video near Lakeside? So, all right, so my boy's house, he lives there in the Lakeside. Uh, Matt Pedro, who's another listener, but my other boy, uh, Carl. So his house is right near like a drainage system or something. But he literally, like, the way how his deck is set up, he can see, you know, all of it. So he said when he walked out this morning, he was like, yo, I really feel like I had a lazy river near my house because of how much it was flooded. (laughs) Yeah. um, I saw pictures of Woodlake, Mechanicsville. You know, then you were talking about uh, Churchill. Yeah. Like uh, it's, it was, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. So when I woke up this morning and saw all that rain outside, and it was raining and raining and raining, and I got a text on my phone for the first time ever. 
a, an alert, a weather alert, basically <laughs> telling people to stay indoors, don't go outside. I was like, what is going on? It's like, well, I'm not going to the kicker's game. Yeah. <laughs> we'll watch it at home. Wow, watch it in the safety of home. Um, so yeah, watching it at home, we were just like, we were, we were both just like, yo, I need to commentate this time saying that. And right on cue, one, I feel like it's it's bad on Richmond. It's bad. Def- it's definitely bad defending on Richmond. But then it's also it's unluckiness. Yes. Because if I literally a millisecond later, later right? If Antley, who Antley? Yeah, I yes. think it's Antley that slide. Yeah, I think it was. If he literally he cuts out that whole chance, and we're not talking about this goal, but he doesn't. The ball gets played in, and I think our defense is kind of just like. I don't know if they're shocked. Like, oh, did this happen? I, I think no. I think they thought he was offside. I think they thought Shaq Adams was offside. Well, not Shaq. I'm talking about the initial ball they got passed in. Oh, yeah, that ball. Now I know what ball you're talking about. I at first, I thought Shaq was offside. I there did, but then when we saw the replay, it was like, oh no, he off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was he way offside. He was onside. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think it just. I think it was just miscommunication, really, about who to pick up who. In that yeah. moment. And I mean, that's something where Darren talked about in the press conference about we have to improve. You know, we're not at the level yet of playing the pretty possession type soccer yet that most fans want to see. We're still in that phase of smash and dash. You know, Look, the best teams play smash and dash. Liverpool right now are not playing possession soccer. Manchester United in their greatest times were not playing possession soccer. Yeah, that's true. But I, I take it as it is miscommunication in the back part. And also other parts of the game, like I can't remember his name's escaping me right now for FC Tucson, but the number nine, mm-hmm. their striker, had moments in front of our goal. Like he had the free header where Werner lost him, um, which by the way, which was a horrible header. Like if I'm his teammate, I'm like, dude, you owe me twenty. Like yes. I don't know. You gotta put that on frame. Exactly. That wide open, you gotta oh, put that on frame. That was that was one of my biggest heart attack moments. Yeah, and another moment, another one as well, where the ball gets cut in across the front of the goal, and no Richmond player can get a foot on it. It's like yes. I don't know if the ball had eyes, but it avoids every Richmond player, and he's open on the back post, and he completely, and he completely whiffs it. it. He whiffs it. And I look, and I'm just those. Like, those are the moments where you just. Sit there and you just say, well, there goes another one. <laughs> <laughs> we we got ready to, to name this podcast. Like, hey, Richard, get three points at home too. Well, that's two points dropped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were that close to two points dropped. Yeah, but, but it works out in our favor. Yeah, it worked out in our favor. Um, towards the end, in the stoppage time, I do feel that the kickers kind of pulled out of their half a little more and kind of... Took the game a little bit more to Tucson, and and stopped them from literally battering our back line for the last five minutes. Yes, I so so I agree with you to a point. I agree with you to a point. I think it's, I think the thing with this Richmond team that we kind of expressed concern about is uh-huh. the fact of how our press works. That you see gaps in our midfield that teams can get in behind. So when Richmond goes to go bunker. We have no one up top to beat a release foul. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so now what do we do in this moment? I think that's where we the possession part of our game wants to be at because there's moments in this game, for instance, I can't 
I'm trying to remember who kicked the ball long. Uh, it was Scotty. Yeah, some where the ball get clear, Scotty has it on the left hand side, and instead of making that easy pass to Moss, where Moss can get it and then he can play the ball further on field, mm-hmm. he kind of just kicks it long and it's like, all right, now get back in bunker. Versus on the other side, a couple of minutes like towards the end of the game, the ball gets played to Terzaghi, and he plays it up the field. Yes, you know, so it's like yeah. those moments. I yeah. want to see us. Yeah, I want to see more of those. And another thing that that and I we talked about it towards the end of the game. There, I think Tucson had a corner kick, and the ball stayed in our area for a little bit after the corner kick, and then it gets cleared, and there is literally not a single white jersey, out, a single red jersey yeah. out there. And and in my head, I'm thinking to myself, okay. I understand that you're defending, but if you defend completely and entirely, you are literally just inviting them to keep battering you. Yeah. So if you can at least get one player... I mean, if these guys are going out wide and crossing the ball in, you don't need a Moss in there. He's short. You don't need Matt Bulldog in there. He's short. Hey, don't you doubt a Moss. Look. look <laughs> the man got jumps. <laughs> I know he got jumps, but he's more useful to me if he sits up. High, you know, if he yeah. com- comes out of that defensive crowd and sits up high, so when we do clear the ball, maybe he can challenge for it and maybe keep possession, allow us to come out of the back. So I, I, I do feel that some of that was lacking, but I think they kind of picked it up a little bit towards yeah. the end, like towards the very, very end. You had players pulling out of that that maelstrom in the middle and kind of allowing us to kind of pull out of that. Of, of the attack of sorts. Yeah, it wasn't as hard attackish as the four. No, the four was, game. No, it was. But not. it was like that bow heart attack. Like you ate something bad, you're like, oh my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Pepto Bismol. <laughs> like, we didn't need the little bit of heartburn. Yeah, again. we didn't need the defibrillator. But I mean, Richmond gets out this game. It's a two nothing. I mean, two uh, one win. We go on the road. It still a discrepancy on when we're playing this game. Either it's Thursday or Friday. I think, I think it got released this week. That is Friday. Yeah. So Richmond plays Revs to Joe Hart. <laughs> I mean, not Joe Hart. Joe Rice. We pray to God he plays like Joe Hart. That would be great. Um, <laughs> Shoot to his left. Low to his left. Low to his left. <laughs> um, but yeah, we played the Revs on Friday, and we. I said it. The these two games, FC Tucson and Revs two, are are must wins. Yes. If when we go into that game the following week against Greenville, um, by all means, that Greenville game is going to be a barrier. I mean, not a barrier, a, a markstone for us because if we can improve our play in that Greenville game, then I can then feel better about this kicker team. I feel good about this kicker team. I'm not. I still have little moments of concern here and there. Yeah. I think um, this this game against New England Revolution two will give us yeah because this is the game where Richmond is going is are going to go in as the favorite right now for those who are wondering like uh, New England is playing North Texas is two one right before the second half can Richmond dominate a game yes. throughout with good possession because you might have you're gonna have most of possession in this game well I I, I wouldn't say so. Um... From what I had seen of New England, I mean, they, they, especially in the first part of the game, they really took the game to, they, so far, have really taken the game to North Texas. Mm-hmm. So, and, and some of the intricate passing and forward movement that they have, they have shown is a little worrying to me. Um, it's a mistake in them. 
There's a mistake. There's definitely there's definitely plenty of mistakes in that in that New England two team. Yeah. Um. And I, I just, you know, I don't want this revs this revs two game to be a trap game for the Greenville game. Like if we get eyes looking ahead. Yeah. You know, because Rich, if, if Richmond scores first or scores, gets the first goal, can we for, close out this game, stay focused on this game, and then be like, all right, it's Greenville. Yeah. Let's get up for this game. Because yeah. you're definitely going to be up for that game. Yeah. Look, talk, look, definitely look, got to look at things one game at a time. Just yeah. basically look. And um, who was it? I think it was US, USL. Aces was like, yo, is Richmond like really good? And I, we kind of responded back to like, we're good. But we haven't seen this team, A, win a game in a row yet. Yes. Nor have they beaten the team that's in that upper echelon. You know, your South Georgia's, your Chattanooga's. Um, we beat North Texas. Yeah, North Texas, your Greenville's. I'll put Ford up there, but it's like. They've been, they've been a little. Yeah, and we A little bit of an enigma so and far. And we haven't played them on the road. We're not going to play them on the road. And then also, like, you know, we haven't played them yet. So, yes. I want to see how this team does on the road and against those bigger teams. Like, those teams where it's like, oh, you beat them? Like, oh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so far, we've really only beaten FC Tucson. And everyone around the league is like, eh, it's FC Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, they're, they're, they're the, they're the, oh, no, good, good for you. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're a Richmond Kickers fan, I mean, there's definitely things to be happy and excited about. That's basically like saying, oh, we beat Osasuna. Oh, it's, it's good for you. <laughs> um, it's very good for you. Yeah, so as a Kickers fan, there's things to be happy about. There's things, you know, you can, we, you no longer have to have those quiet tweets on Twitter. You know, you, yes. you can act the team now. You can be like, hey, I'm a Kickers fan. You yes. know, you no longer have to subtweet the kickers anymore if, if you like them. Yeah. So, anything else from you from me? Oh, by the way, I totally forgot before we was about to wrap up. Shout out to uh, Emmy and Ivan. I mean, not Ivan. Ian on Team of the Week last week. Yes. And, uh, Emmy got goal of the month, I believe. Yeah, I believe so, yes. I believe he got goal of the month. Yeah. Yes. So, shout out to them. I mean, and, and, and so far, Emiliano has been consistent. Stand. Man. <laughs> I don't know how long he can keep this up for because he's been literally playing every minute of every game almost. Yeah. So I'm, this I, kind of makes me look at things as now can we develop one of the players we have on the roster to be a backup for him? Yeah. Because we can't have him playing every game. We can. We can if yeah. we have him playing every game, he's going to peter out. Do but, you think he starts against refs or do you think <sighs> Swatsky brings him in? To that game, maybe like second half. And be I like would hope game. he brings him in because I, I think he needs a rest, especially since this game is not on Saturday. It's on Friday or Thursday. I think if you give him a rest, honestly, I, I will be fine seeing a midfield of, I think you keep Riley out there. I think Flack is fine. I think if you bring in um, Mumbai or Cuomo, that's fine. Or a Moss. Yes. Yeah, I think it works. Yeah, you could put, maybe you could put a Moss in. Yeah, up, up and then do a front three of Nwape, Pavone, because Pavone is a dog. Yes, <laughs> he's a dog. Pavone is doing he's, a, a he's doing his thing out there, <laughs> and people are saying, "Oh, well, he's a striker. He hasn't scored yet." That's right. That's not. That's not. That's not what he's out there for. You know. Right now. You know what? He's gonna get his goal, but he, that's not what he's out you there. You know, he for reminds right. me of that guy on the basketball team. He don't score a point. 
but he has the most assists out of everyone. He has the most assists <laughs> and the most blocks and steals. And he also <laughs> leads the team in fouls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he leads the team in fouls. <laughs> Don't be surprised if Luke is up there in like yellow cards. Don't be surprised. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a front three of Wape, Luke, and Bodok. I'm fine with that. Give Emmy a little bit of a rest against Revs, I think. And then bring him on the second if the game determines it. You know, I think that'd be fine. Um, back four. Uh, something that Matt asks us, does Akwe lose his starting spot because Ivan's been so good? Do you keep that partnership of Ivan and Werner together or do you be like, hey, Akwe, you're back in? That's, do- a t- that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And you know, this is one of those problems that you want to have. Yeah. Um, or you know what? Honestly, I'll say this. I'll say... You start Ivan, start Werner as your back to Thompson um, and Antley, or you know anyone else. But put Akwe as that CDM and let him and put Kraft and Riley in front of him. I, I'm just saying, I have no problem with that either. <laughs> I think this is the year of Richmond having good options, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Um, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Anything else that you remember before we wrap up? Um, no, not really. Um, I did want to talk also a little about um Bolaños. Oh yeah. Oh. He did he did have some some moments that make me realize that he's one of those players I feel he's he's his his best attribute will be a super super sub. Because when you have someone of his creativity and his fight coming in later in the game when a defense is tired, yeah. not only are you are do you have a player running at you, but he's crafty. He's 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 really tricky and can really and can really make a defense have to think. Yeah. And when a defense has to think, when they're already tired, the legs are tired. The player who's coming at you is not only fast. But tricky, it's it's a difficult this situation to deal with. So I, I do feel that Bolaños, yes, he can start games, yes he can he can play out games, but I think he's the he's more deadly as a super sub. Yeah, and we also saw a little bit moments of youthfulness out of him. There's one moment in the game where he, he's trying to be tricky and try to like, you know, yes. do too much instead of just taking that ball to the corner. Little moments that you he granted he's still a young player, but there is a huge upside to him. He's someone that you could definitely bring in the last what 20, 25 minutes in the game. Yes. And you have an impact and that, a big impact, and just just be a nuisance. Yeah. on that on that wing. Yeah, most definitely. So, with that being said, I promise you this is the last thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, last thing. Um, we are dropping two or three episodes. I think two. Um, can I kick it very soon? Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, be on, be the, on the lookout. Yes, be on the definitely. Lookout, guys. are coming. <laughs> you, you don't want to tell them who, who it's... No, nah, we'll no, let them find yeah. out when we drop. We'll just throw we'll, it on a random Thursday. Like, there you go. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> be like that teacher who just gives you the assignment late to be like, yeah, it's for your nine weeks grade. Your pass will fail regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I'm not that kind of teacher. I'm a lot better. That's not a reflection of me. Well. All right, let's go to wrap the show. We're talking too long. Um, with that being said, guys, 
we just want to say thank you to our sponsors again. And for those who also have supported the podcast on River City 93 slash Can I Kick It. Love you guys a lot. Um, if you can, just take five seconds, like, share, subscribe. Um, share this podcast with a friend. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And get the show out there to top thousands of more people. Um, yeah. So, as always, with that being said, this is Elliot. This is Shanir. Keep us on the good side, guys. We'll check you guys out later. Peace.